0: I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it.
1: Do it live. I can live right it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Five, four, three. That's tomorrow and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. Oh,
0: yeah. this is the universal wrestling podcast inside the ring outside the ring it's all here we're talking about the greatest sport of all professional wrestling come on
2: and now here's
3: nick and keith
2: yeah buddy oh. Nick and keith and dan and de niro what's good how are you guys doing doing great what's good who's switching around here Dan, stop it. (laughs) There you go. What's up? We just talked about the Eagles, and we talked about life. Yeah. Um, Time to talk some wrestling. Keith, how you doing, buddy? Living the dream, bro. How you doing? Good, man.
0: Happy to have the boys here today. I know you guys were all just over there on uh, the DeLorean. Sorry, I missed that. I had to, you know, someone has to pay the bills in this house.
2: Yeah. So if you don't Uh, know, you'll
0: definitely be on for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
2: If you don't know who these guys are, Dan,
3: why don't you introduce yourself? What's up, buddy? What is going on? Of course, I'm Dan from Cage My IQ. Yeah, buddy. Yep. I got my podcast that I do UFC and, of course, the wrestling content on. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube under Cage My IQ. Yes. And popping his cherry for the first time,
2: <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mike De What's up, buddy? Long time no see. How you doing? We a
1: long time, right? What's good, man. Mike De Niro from the Wrestling DeLorean podcast and co-host on the Circle of Debate. You can follow me on Instagram at Pod on Twitter at W underscore Pod and watch live on the Circle of Debate YouTube channel. So glad to be here. It's been a long time coming, bro.
2: Yeah, long time man. coming. Mm-hmm. Finally, it's it's nice to get you guys on the program and talk some... Wrestling. We got Wrestling. some some chamber conversation. We got some wrong. We got some fun things. You know, maybe if we get to that. But I mean, you boys ready? You want to talk some chamber? Let's do mm-hmm. it. Let's do it. Mm-hmm.
3: Do you believe in
2: miracles?
3: All over the Stanley's gonna do it.
2: Yes, sir. God
0: damn. Michael Cole is calling. so much better now. It's oh, so crazy. Hundred percent. So much better.
2: (laughs) So if you don't know, we did a watch along on uh, the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast YouTube channel. Go check it out. We uh, watched uh, the Elimination Chamber. Dan, you weren't invited. I'm sorry. Maybe next time. Um, Let's let's get into it. I, I really want to talk about this match first. So I think we should do that. Bobby Lashley defeats Brock Lesnar via DQ. I mean, this is a match you thought. You know, singles match, no stipulation. It's not a cage match. It's not a hell, it's not a cell match. It's just mono e mono. And we didn't really get that. I mean, it it was cool to see them two at Chamber, but it was not a good
3: match. Dan, let's go to you, buddy. What do you think? (laughs) Going into it, of course, watching the whole match, and then not knowing what I know now on Monday. I look at it, I'm like, geez, Brock Lesnar, of course, took the easy way out. I wanted uh, like a clear-cut winner because uh, on uh, Friday they had uh, Bray Wyatt said he's coming for the winner of it. But you don't really get a clear-cut winner. He had Bobby Lashley put him in the hurt lock. Brock can't get out. And then so he, of all things for him to do, he low-blows him to end the match where – Technically, Bobby did win by DQ, but he kind of takes that win away from him. The like the clean slate win. Yeah, and but what did this
2: really do, honestly? <laughs> what did this do to accomplish anything other than piss us off? Right. I don't know if you are pissed off, but I'm just like, what the hell? Like, why do this? Why have this kind of match? What does it what does it allude to? What what is this in the future? What is next for Bray? What is next for Bobby? I mean, unfortunately, what is next for? Omos and Brock Lesnar. I do not know, but this did not sell at all. Keith, let me, yeah,
0: no, I mean, I'm, I'm going to echo that the same stuff you're saying here. I mean, when we did our predictions, I was saying the real winner of this match was going to be all of us forgetting to watch two big beefy men beat the piss out of each other. And I didn't really get that. It was just like finisher spamming yeah. left and right. And then the hurt lock, like I, I don't know. I don't think, like, Brock's Brock's character right now is – he's so over just being Bobby and the cowboy man and, you know, lifting rings up with a fucking bulldozer and shit. Like, I don't know. I didn't like him winning by DQ. It's not, like, fitting in that way. Um, You know, like you said, I didn't really give a clean-cut winner. I mean, they like, Bobby wins, but, like, does he? Uh, And now, like, the fact that it's leading, I guess – to Brock and Omos is just Jesus.
2: No. The notes, please. the notes that I
0: wrote for this for today's for things, did I did you even have write almost them? I have I have almost Brock hyphen. Ugh. Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> give I couldn't care fucking less about that. I fucking hate Omas. Yeah, and you know, and, I and hate then you
3: him. know at some point they're gonna go back to Bobby and Brock. That's why they probably did it at some point in time time afterwards. Yeah.
2: De Niro, I'll pose yeah. this question to you. Why? Why Omos? Why Bray? Why don't we just get a good old-fashioned street fight or just something? At this point, I don't care if it's a cage match. I don't care if it's a chamber match. I want Brock, and I want Lesnar, and I want him at WrestleMania, and I don't think I'm going to get that. Why do you insert Bray? Why do you insert Omos? Omos, I you know I listen to Cornette every now and then, but what he said was hilarious. Omos is Omos a wrestler, and I think that's <laughs> pretty true. I mean, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Why do you insert these guys? To be honest, I
1: wish I had to answer for that. I honestly don't know. I feel like the only way the finish at Elimination Chamber makes sense is if you go to WrestleMania to have the ultimate like match between them. You have the, the actual match where we get a clear-cut victory. Um, we're not getting that. No. I mean, unless this is some swerve, which would not make sense, because now you're already introducing Bray Wyatt and Omos to this. Shout out to Devin. Oh, uh, yes. I feel like... <clears throat> This doesn't make any sense at all. You know, you have this matchup where it ends in a DQ, and then you're not going to get a rematch at the next pay per view, which means we have to wait even longer for this to get dragged out. So, yeah. On
2: purpose, I, you think?
1: I mean, I could see them wanting to give this feud legs, but. The way the match ended at Crown Jewel, and then the way this match ended, and the match itself, like like Keith said, it was just finisher spamming, which is basically yeah. every Brock Lesnar match we see nowadays. You don't see Brock Lesnar taking any other moves but the person's finisher, which is nine times out of ten a spear, because if it's not Bobby Lashley, it's Roman Reigns giving him a thousand spears or Goldberg <laughs> giving him a thousand spears. <laughs> so I it's like, thought about that.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I feel like you know, I, I don't get it. <laughs> it's A really great ple, and I hate saying ple, but it was really good. But this match just did not deliver, and I just, I still, I don't think can anyone answer why have it end with a low blow? Why have it end like that? What does that do? Does that is that like okay? The storyline is going to continue? I I don't think so because not if you insert Bray and Omos. Dan, you have your hand up. I'll go go to you first.
3: (laughs) The only only thing that I can think of is the fact that you want to keep Brock protected a little bit, and they want to have like a little bit of... No, no, no. And they want to know to transition, a reason to give him him to Omos, and one of the things is MVP. MVP's with Bobby Lashley. He's trying to get the Hurt Business back together, and he has Omos with him. So he's like, okay, I will take care of Brock Lesnar for you right now while you deal with Bray. And to do that, you, you don't have a finish, because if you have Brock Lesnar lose, how do you to the transition to Omos. Yeah. I mean, I, I like,
0: I get you, I get you on that, but I don't, I feel like if you're, if your purpose was you're trying to keep Brock looking yeah. strong, you don't have him win by kicking a guy in the dick either. He's yeah. fucking Brock Lesnar. Like, yeah. exactly. the dude we watched, like, you know, he's put down, you know, what, what the hell, the when he was holding the, the Universal strap i mean he was he was putting dudes down with one f5 left and right yeah every time until yeah. finally roman and then it was the big were face roman still you know we all what? hated him i want to know out, like
2: yeah you I know wanna... i go ahead no
0: go ahead <laughs> i don't you know, go on for fucking hours
2: <laughs> i want to know who produced this match do we know Vince <laughs> anyone know
0: yeah exactly <laughs> Vince
1: Prince is McMahon.
2: back again
1: this is i think shit. uh if i'm not mistaken i believe it was jason jordan there was like some controversy online people oh, were mad at jason God, jordan dude,
3: that for producing this yeah. it that doesn't know probably omos from <laughs> me
1: now yeah right
2: <laughs> i just don't get it i mean omos what 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 big time event did he have match with who was it it was was it it was was it at one of the saudi shows he had a big match, and I don't think he de- was it at Mania. Was it at somebody's Uh-oh. only it was Braun Strowman, with Braun Strowman? Strowman, yes. yeah, yeah. That was
1: at the uh Which, yeah, because that was at Crown Jewel. Christ and that didn't that. deliver.
2: Was- I would think after that, Dude. you're like, okay, he can be a, a good hand, you know, he can get somebody over, like we discussed with you know, ECW, Spike Dudley, the big man, the small man. He yeah. can get someone over like Jason Jordan or Jason Jordan, uh Gable, someone like that. It didn't happen. And I think we talked too much about this match, but any yeah. last thoughts before we get on to the next match,
0: Keith? The only match almost has been a part of that was like anything worth anything in my opinion was when it was him and AJ versus the New Day for the titles at Mania. Uh, and that was only because he was surrounded by fucking AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. Like it was impossible yeah. for him to not look good.
2: Exactly. It's, I I mean, think he's right. just, I,
0: almost as like, almost as like Kevin Nash in 95, but like, less graceful and slower. Miserable. Less personality,
3: too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You know, a whole lot less personality. <laughs> like, no, no, yeah. Personality not even, the not even, pers- I'm not even going to bring the personality into it. I'm just saying, is the, the, the Yeti might be better than him. Is the with, selling uh, with point? With the double bear hug humping.
2: Is, he, is the selling point that he's just a big dude? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's we the just sides got of done. The attraction. We just got done. Cheap plug here, but we just covered an ECW paper, or, uh, uh episode on the delorean go check it out it's on circle of debates podcast or uh, youtube channel but i don't know what i'm gonna what i was saying there but g plug go check it out i was trying to compare somebody to something but i just it was a great know. show
1: definitely check it out
2: yes let's get to the next match in this match i love the mix tag team match edge and beth phoenix defeats finn balor and Rhea Ripley, and I said it, Keith, I said yeah, she yeah. does not need to win this match. She does not need to look strong. She's already looking strong. She is great for this type of uh, match. Hey, come on, keep it down.
3: <laughs> I agree with you.
2: I think he did too. Um, again, I, I, I thought this was one of, the, one of the better matches of the night. And this, again, we talked about it on your show, De Niro, it's all about the storylines, and that's what we got here. This was just flawless. Everything from the beginning to the start was really fun, other than – go ahead, come on – other than Beth trying to – um, uh, what was it, Beth? Yeah, tried to uh, interrupt the count, and it just didn't look like it was – uh <coughs> yeah. didn't look good. I'm going to shut up. Dan, let's hear it. What
3: do you got here? Of course, they, they did what I wanted. You didn't need – Ripley to win. You just need her not to be involved in the decision. And I even said it going in. Just yeah. have her and Beth on the outside. I liked how they kind of reenacted the whole, her going to stomp her uh, face, and then she got out and did the, of course, the on to uh, Ripley, kind of getting her out, and then Edge got the victory there. And then overall, she referenced, Ray, referenced that I'm not done with you yet, but I got something to take care of at Mania. So yeah. we're gonna come back to it. So it's kind of another I'll come back to it when I come back to a situation. Yeah. But I like the match other than just like fun. you said, the, the the weird uh breakup, which was obviously botched.
2: Yeah, that I was trying yeah. to get that out, but that's exactly what I was trying to say. Keith. Um, I'll hit you with this question mm. you said it in the predictions that you don't think you know whoever wins it doesn't matter but Rhea will not be in the outcome will not be in the finished you know it, getting pinned that did not happen does this mm. still look make Rhea like w- what's the point here what's the point of not winning this match and then also will uh, tell me how you feel about it
0: so I mean the point of the not winning the match is edges from Canada that's really Canada. what it gets down to uh, you know, I didn't think of that in our predictions. I was just blinded with mania being like, nah, Rhea's got to win, but make me put it the right way. It's just, Rhea just didn't have, she didn't have to win, but she just needed to not lose. And she didn't, she wasn't even in the ring when anything happened with it. Mm. Um, you know, it's that hometown crowd kind of pop, you know, they're not going to, we all knew going in Sammy wasn't winning. No. So they got to be like, all right, well, here's our other, here's the, like the next Maybe next, I guess, because Owens wasn't on the show. Here is our next build most popular Canadian person we have. He's yeah. got to get the win tonight. We got to get. Yeah. We got to give people what they want. I I loved the match. This was one like when we did yeah. predictions. I think I was kind of like ah, I don't really know. This one's going to be whatever. It was awesome. Yeah. Aside from like we like you know we already pointed out the uh, <clears throat> the pin spot and the, oh, my only other gripe with it was like the whole lead up to this is how Ripley has just like f- f- fucking killed Beth Phoenix like from the outset and they first fight they finally get into the ring with each other and it's like oh, 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 tie up like no man you got you know it's not like the a, concerto come on yeah that's <laughs> what i mean this is like yeah. a blood feud man she knocked your ass out with a she
2: concerto on yeah.
0: you you get in there as soon as you come to those ropes she, you're going for the jugular Bite mm-hmm. her
2: rip her throat out you got you know you can't give me this full test of strength all out get
0: the hell out of here
2: yeah <laughs> De Niro, I'll yep. pose this question to you. What is next for Edge? Like, what, what do you do after this match? Is it Priest? Is it Finn Balor? Is it, you know, someone else? It's not going to be Dom because I feel like Dom's going to do this, do uh, that thing with Ray at uh, WrestleMania. I just, I don't know what's next. And I kind of, do we care?
1: Let's hear it. I hope we get what is rumored and we get the Hell in the Cell match between Edge and Finn Balor. I think that match will be great. I do think that we need like one last blow off matchup between Edge and the Judgment Day. I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, Edge been feuding with the Judgment Day for like ever." Let's like let's get off this. But I think we mentioned during the live stream that Edge and Finn Balor only had one one on one matchup. Yeah. So I feel like and it was good uh, Hell in the Cell at WrestleMania would be a great blow off to it because it was. Edge creating the judgment day when Damian Priest interfered in the matchup with AJ Styles at last year's Mania. So, what a way to end this feud one year later, hell in a cell would make perfect sense. So, I think Edge and Balor. But, um, yeah, you know, I want to say what Dan said about how Rhea Ripley was saying how, you know, she's not done with Best Phoenix. Between this and the Brock Lesnar Bobby Lashley match, Backlash is looking stacked. Because yeah. none of this is going down at Mania, but we're no. all way after Mania. But yep. definitely, I think that, um, yeah, Edge and Balor, um, there's rumors of the Demon coming back. I don't see the Demon actually fitting well with this new Finn Balor with uh, the Judgment Day. Yeah. I'm all cool with just, you know, regular Finn Balor versus Edge, Hell in the Cell at Mania.
3: Yeah. And what are your thoughts on uh, Brood Edge versus Demon Finn? whoa so that's a lot of
0: gothic energy right
2: there I, yeah. I'm, I'm all
0: for that if they're gonna bring the demon back to be nxt demon i don't want you know yeah. red light yeah. pulsing on the ground fucking what the hell was that extreme rules demon yeah. that was awful. whatever that was it was miserable
1: yeah but how do you bring the demon back as a heel though demon is always getting cheered that that's the one thing i, I can't see him yeah. the demon in judgment
3: day and then what, what were your thoughts on uh, the Representation of Beth Phoenix uh, paying tribute to Bull Nakano. Awesome, loved it. Yeah, yeah, loved I,
2: it. I, I couldn't care.
3: <laughs> I thought it was
2: a cool. Keep game. it real, historian Nick Dieter. <laughs> yeah, but man, I'll pose this question to you: We got Charlotte, we got Rhea, we got Finn, we got Edge. What do you do with Priest? What's 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 next for him? I mean, how can you continue this without having him? in a match that's important on wrestlemania i mean we got two nights so that's a big deal but who's next is it maybe him and ray and dom in a mix something like that what do you got
3: my only thought process would be like a battle royal uh, if they bring back the andre the giant battle royal you put him in there because yeah. what are you that gonna do because, for corbin yeah because w- w- what else are you gonna do and there's not really anybody be? else that fucking want it yeah yeah <laughs> It, that, that's i'm true. joking come on <laughs> but what else are you gonna do with them there's no storyline with them going on at the moment
2: you know what i feel bad too i just brought up corbin we'll get to that in the raw rebound but i just i feel so bad man i don't know but uh, i do got
1: to say that there was something that was teased at elimination chamber and that was uh damian priest and bronson reed that's that exactly what I was gonna up. say,
0: my man. Yeah, man. I was just about to say that, De Niro. I would love that. Absolutely. That's what I that's where this goes to. I don't
3: know how I, love I would it.
0: love to see maybe the US title get into that mix again and they start just I beating was, the shit out of each other. I for was that. thinking
3: that, but then I'm like, I'm like, how are they gonna do that? But if they do that, I'm all for that.
0: Absolutely. I uh, yeah. Muffins. Oof.
2: <laughs> Real quick point too. I think this is kind of you know stating the obvious, but Beth and Rhea kicked ass, man. I mean, I know Hell she yeah, bought yeah. the finish, or close to the finish, but it was good, and it's good to see Beth just just getting at it, man. You know, you don't mm-hmm. get to see that often. You got two big women, like muscle, just beautiful women just going at it. It was something cool to see. Again, yeah. like you said, De Niro, maybe we see this at Backlash, because they did say this is unfinished business on Raw, we'll get to that soon, but that's what we heard from Rhea, so that's awesome to uh, to see. I think De Niro. I think we should get to the match you kind of discussed. Let's get to the men's elimination chamber match. Mr. Austin Theory defeats Rollins, Gargano. God damn it, Reed Priest and God damn it, dude, Ford. What a match! I was texting Keith over the over this uh, this week, and I said. This is one of my favorite chambers. This is up there with brown pants HBK performance, you know, like this was good. This was just every hit. Everything just made sense. I mean, from the beginning to the end and we'll get to the end there. But let's start, you know, discussing the match itself. Keith, we'll go to you first. Let's hear it, buddy. What do you got? Fucking called it, bro.
0: Theory had to win it. <clears throat> um, he did. I, I When we did our predictions, I agree with you. I thought if, if Gargano would have won, I would have been... Stoked! that would have been awesome. Um, But just looking at the field, it was, I'm with you. It was a really, it was a really great match. Um, They made, I feel like this match, more than anything else that happened, there's so much awesome shit in it. But I think more than anything, I feel like this match really, not, not made, but really, really put good ass foundation down to make Bronson Reed on the main roster. Um, The dude just looked like an animal took, what was it? It took four four finishers to get him to, to pin him finally. Yeah. Um, the friggin' what was it? he? Had the, the two of them up for like double the double Samoan drop, wasn't it? Like, just he's a monster. I love that guy. Uh, he's I don't want to blow him too hard and put him up to that status, but like he does remind me a oh. lot of like Bam Bam Bigelow.
2: Like, oh, yeah. and we so that just, way, about like
0: that, just yeah. a big
1: ass dude who's really die. quick. Dan like, just mentioned that on the DeLorean for sure. Dan did yeah. that
2: on purpose.
0: <laughs> it's just he's awesome. I love yeah. Bronson Reed, uh, yeah. and I think I think this—that's what I mean. I think um out of everything else about I, I, outside of all the other awesome moments, everyone else is going to be mentioned here with it. That was like the biggest thing for me is that I feel like this really helped to start really making him for people. I feel like now it's not going to be, yeah, you know, who's this dude that's like being the Mrs. Mercenary or whatever? Like it's going to be like, oh hell,
2: yeah, a lot of big spots. The one I can think of is obviously Montez Ford off the top of the cage. That was really cool. This was a really good match. Dan, we alluded to it during uh, Mike's podcast or Mike's episode. You talked about Bam Bam. You talked about Reed. You talked about Priest. Put it all together, Brent, man. Let's hear it. What do you got?
3: I just love this match. This match was uh, like one of a kind. And just alluded, Bronson Lee is a monster at took three guys to get him out. Yeah, he was just laying waste to everybody. First you see Gargano with the super kick. Then you see two other guys super kick him. They, they, they basically were like, okay, we got to form this alliance to get this guy out because he's not going to get eliminated un- unless we combine everybody. They all hit their finishers on him to get him out. I expected him to go and eliminate three, four guys <clears throat> uh, in this match and then he didn't eliminate anybody but he looked big he looked like the man in the match even though he was the first guy eliminated they did what they had to do with them one of my favorite spots in the match was gargano doing the horror corona to seth rollins who was picking him up for the pow bomb off the cage yeah and he, he rolled to the ground was good. and he landed on Pri- uh, damian priest yeah it was, uh, that looked rough but it looked great the crowd popped it was one of those other ones, just like you said. Montez Four climbing to the top and jumping down. Those were two of the big spots. And then, of course, how how am I going to mention this match and not mention the fact that that I made the prediction that Logan Paul was going to come out like <laughs> HBK?
2: How could you not forget that
3: <laughs> <laughs> years ago? Did it to, to Undertaker? I said it. Somehow you can have Logan Paul come out and yeah. cause Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins has been talking all that shit towards him. Ever since getting eliminated from the Rumble, and he comes out there and pulls a better, uh, of course, uh, hangman page, buckshot lariat to him, and then did his own stop to him to get him eliminated. Yeah, and it was just—it was just great. It was a great way to yeah. segue way to Mania. you, De Niro. I mean, I don't think we—I don't think anyone
2: doubted theory what are your thoughts on him winning? And Don't
0: backtrack now, motherfucker. You doubted Theory. <laughs> Get out of here. He's go your boy, to- but you predicted against him. Get out of here.
2: <laughs> go go back to the predictions. I said, I want Gargano, but I think uh, Theory's going to win. De Niro, we didn't doubt. Okay, everybody but me doubted Theory. Theory <laughs> won. Why is that? What's next for, for Theory? And obviously, your thoughts on the match.
1: I think you had to continue to make him look strong. He has this new character change. He's a lot more ruthless. And I think it's working for him. It's it's a lot more believable than the selfie gimmick he had. And I I like where he's going. So I thought that taking the title off of him here would have been too soon. So I'm actually happy that he won. And I think that he needed to look strong in this matchup. But overall, the matchup made everybody look strong. You know, you had a lot of guys that Triple H brought back to the WWE in this matchup. And they all looked strong in this matchup. They all finally got that crowd reaction. Unfortunately, Johnny Gargano, as great as he is, wasn't getting that crowd reaction since coming back. He got it here by busting his ass. Bronson Reed busted his ass. And it really made Johnny Gargano on that main roster. This matchup really made Bronson Reed on that main roster. It really made Montez Ford as a single Oh, my God. Did it happen? yeah this matchup he it really developed so many wrestlers and created such a platform for these guys i loved it and i i mentioned on the uh clark street watch along i feel like i keep on uh cheaply plugging it but <laughs> de- definitely check out the clark street watch along i said that this matchup was one of the best elimination chamber matches that i could remember so definitely i feel you know it was an absolute banger i can't think of a matchup that was better mm-hmm. probably since the first one i was yeah. at the first one and i feel like that's probably the no, only reason well, why we i like it a little bit better yeah, it was at the garden. Oh um, yeah, I remember that was that was a birthday present. But
0: uh
2: um, <laughs> god damn
0: definitely
1: definitely yeah, I awesome get
2: shit for my birthday. <laughs> yeah,
0: damn, I get socks and shit. Yeah.
2: I get go yeah. walk the dog, clean as shit. Thank you. Love <laughs>
3: <on your
1: side. laughs> But not I mean, But yeah, I remember it was it was awesome. But like since then, elimination chamber matches have been just okay, especially when we get them yearly. But this matchup yeah. definitely served a purpose. Oh yeah. Okay.
2: So we don't really know what's going to happen with Priest, Montez Ford. We're not sure. Reed. We're not sure. Gargano. We're not sure. What is this? What What is next? What you know? You have such a great match, but what is it building towards, Keith? Let's see you thinking over there. Let's see. I it. mean, I
0: think it's. I think it's like we were. We were everything we were just talking about there. I think it was a lot of. I think it really just helps. Start like the start the start everybody start those guys off into being yeah. able to go do really whatever they want to. I uh, like De Niro yeah. said before. I would love to see Bronson Reed and Priest build up to something big at Mania. Um, yeah. If there's a title involved in that, awesome. If not, yeah. whatever. I'll watch the two of them fight anyway. Um, Gargano, I just want him to. I wouldn't mind. I know everybody really hates on all the shit with him and Loomis and Miz going on. Which goes on and doesn't go on and whatever, and that's fine. I'm not the biggest fan of it either, but I wouldn't really hate at all seeing it continue for long enough for Champa yeah. to come back and then we can run back Ciampa and Gargano on the main roster because I'll watch the two of them fight all the time, just like I'll yeah. watch Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens fight, whatever, and anywhere. I'll pay to watch those two fight when they're like 80. I don't give a shit. Um, so I would love to see that going on. The only one I'm really not sure of is Ford. Because there's all that stuff going around and people wanting like there's, they might bring up the street profits and all. Don't I don't do really things. want that. I think I might be in the minority on that. I don't want that. I understand Montez Ford is a star. Yeah. Um, he's also real young. He's got plenty of time to do that. I like the tag division the way that it is for right now. So keep yeah. it strong. They're one of the strongest pieces of and he, it. So keep and you even,
2: even brought it up during the predictions that yeah. why ruin such a great tag team? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Montez Ford is going to be the star. <laughs> okay. We need a tag team division. They should be on top. And I think, you know, the Usos will get to that. But great match. Guys, anything else before we get to the next match? Last
0: thing I'll say, I think the the most impressive piece out of, I mean, obviously there's a bunch of impressive ass shit in there. And the spot of Ford going off the top of the the chamber was awesome. The frigging craziest part about that is how fast that guy got up there. Like, there yeah. was... What the hell was the TNA match when, like, Homicide was trying to climb out and it was, oh, like, yeah. a 20-minute oh, yeah. spot where he's, like, didn't know what to shit. do? Right. I didn't yeah. know what he was doing. He's, like, struggling or whatever. Ford, like, got... He got off of Priest's shoulders and was just, like... Whoop. Like, he was there. That was nuts.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the only thing that I have to say is Theory didn't really have that many big spots, but he had what he needed to do, which was winning the match and then yeah. being cocky as shit afterwards. And, of course, continuing the mocking of John Cena where you know you're going to get that match. And I wouldn't be surprised uh, because didn't Priest eliminate Gargano? I I can't tell I
2: don't know what I had for breakfast this morning. I wouldn't be
3: surprised if they tried (laughs) to book, like, a match between those two.
2: My man. I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. I would love it. De Niro?
1: Overall, this matchup was just great. I feel like it was, if if we didn't have the main event, if we didn't have Roman versus Sammy, I feel like this would have been a good enough main event to make this a banger of a show. But, and that's a testament to the matchup, but Mm -hmm. we did have that main event, but definitely a great matchup. I thoroughly enjoyed it.
2: Dan over here, we're going to give it a (laughs) 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 9.5. Let's get to the next match. And it is the next Elimination Chamber match. And God damn, Asuka looks great. Oscar defeats Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, and Carmella. I mean, this match was—I don't want to say just as good, but it was up there with the men's match. Really entertaining. Um, of course, you get Natalia with the the cheap pop, but other than that, De Niro, let's hear it, buddy. What do you got? Let's hear it. I'm
1: first of all. I'm so glad that Oscar won. Yeah, I like I- how they had. Two chamber matches on this show, but it was two very different matches. The men's chamber match was more about spots and getting guys over. This matchup was telling the story of Asuka winning the chamber and getting back into that world title picture in at WrestleMania. I honestly I called it on the um on the watch along. I think that it would have been a lot more cooler if all the women were still in the ring when Asuka came in and just one by one, she just picked them off. It would have made her look more of a star. Yeah. I understand wanting to get uh, Natalia a victory or a pinfall in uh, Canada, but still, I think that Asuka would have looked a lot better yeah, really. if she just like picked you off the whole matchup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at this time, Natalia been around for so long; it's not like you know. Next, and, and, and shout out to Natalia. I, I do like her, but I don't
2: think not know show. You don't. You know, sure you don't. <laughs> you know fuck She's Natalia. Come, come a long <laughs> way from you know. the from
0: the, uh, the farting gimmick. So, oh mm, god, a hundred percent. Come a but long way from there.
2: A
1: hundred percent. The right woman went over. I think Asuka Absolutely. versus uh, Bianca is going to be a banger at WrestleMania. She definitely looks strong. I love that she you know has this new character, the face paint, the more ruthless style. Awesome. Definitely happy that she won the matchup.
2: Yeah. Keith, I know that I doubted Austin Theory, but I did not doubt Asuka. I knew she was going to win. I think most of yep. America knew she was going to win. Let's hear it, buddy. What do you got?
0: Well, I was I was the one in America that predicted Raquel instead.
2: But if
0: yeah. you remember, I did say during our prediction predictions. No, 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 no. You got no, no, no. <laughs> it. I, I, uh, I know what I picked. I know what I did. But I did say during the predictions, my heart was with Asuka. My head went with Raquel, though. But oh, heart, heart should have won out here. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. I. I liked the. I don't get what they're doing with Liv. I don't understand what they're trying to do with her where it was like, she was in the double submission and she passes out like smiling. Like, yeah, I, I don't, it's like out of nowhere. She's just like, she's like mankind and Sabu like combined. Like she loves pain and she's, you know, extreme and whatever. It's like, really? Cause why? Because she put Rhonda through a table when she was feuding with yeah. Rhonda. Like that just clicked everything in her head. Like, I don't know. That's like yeah. a whole weird thing, but that's its own sort of thing. Um, Asuka looked awesome. I love the new Asuka. Also, I completely agree with De Niro. I would have loved that so much better. Everybody to be in there, she comes it in and just starts just yeah. snapping necks and cashing checks. Yeah. Uh, but I'll take the victory however it goes. Um, I feel like Raquel <clears throat> could have looked stronger if they're trying to build her up, but I feel like I predicted her, but I especially after watching this, like she's just someone that like she's not a good enough wrestler to not have a character yeah and right now her character is just i have a muscly back and i smile and that doesn't really do anything for me at mm. all <laughs> like, I, you know i know natalia I doesn't have really have option. a character either but like mm. no one really expects natalia to because her character is now the veteran because she's been around for 12 15 years whatever it is at this point so yeah you know that's like the only i mean that's the only really thing uh i I would have loved to have seen more Nikki Cross in the match because I love Nikki Cross. And I feel like with her going back to being the crazy lady, it would have been – the chamber would have been the best for her. Yeah. they just really show off even more. Didn't think she was going to win it, but, no. you know.
2: She had a um, great performance, though, too. Hell, yeah. he Oh yeah. She I enjoyed it. Yeah. Danny boy, I got a question. Well, not really a question, but uh, Asuka is just on a different level. I mean, new music, new look. It's got to be Asuka. She won. Are you happy – that it's Asuka and Bianca at WrestleMania and then also talk about the match.
3: Yeah. I'm happy. I was in the same boat as Keith. Like I wanted Raquel, but I, I knew that it was going to be Asuka. And I love the fact that they bring back the Kana uh, gimmick from, yeah. uh, from in Japan where she's a little bit more dangerous, a little bit more evil with how she does everything. And it just breaks the edge. Cause I, I never liked the comedic version of her. And no. she's trying to, She's trying to make all she the was rest of her. You good at it, her. but it just yeah. didn't work. Yeah. And I liked on Monday where Bianca looked afraid of her, which, which is good. She's putting doubt in the seed of Bianca going into that match. But yeah. I loved everything about the match. Uh, Raquel, I think it's going to boil down to something where they're just playing the seed to her turning heel at some point, just being fed up of smiling, being good old Raquel, smiling. Muscular, yeah. she put on yeah, a decent performance. Yeah, put on a decent performance. It took two people to pin her or not pin her to get her out of the match. Yeah. So they're trying anything. I liked how she crashed into the into one of the pods. Uh, and then I like the little thing of Carmel going from pod to pod, hiding <laughs> from Nikki and uh, Nikki, uh closing the doors each time, just hiding. And they made her look good lasting to the final two. I didn't yeah. think Carmella would, but to tell the story of what they're doing from elimination on elimination, it fit the bill and Asuka yeah. gets the victory. Yeah. They yeah.
0: totally had me nervous for a minute they were gonna flip the script yeah. and have Carmela take it. I won't lie. <laughs> Not gonna yeah. lie, same here. <laughs> uh because like when she yeah. she came back out of nowhere, she got inserted. I'm like, they no, come on, man. Like, I don't want this at all. And then when it was them as the final two, I'm like. Dude, if you have her go over Asuka, <laughs> I'm done with this pay per view right now. Like I'm just gonna yeah. shut it off. <laughs> and it was but, the
1: first match. Exactly. I just <laughs> wouldn't have seen the rest.
0: I just I would have waited, I would have just timed like an hour, two hours out and then just put it on for the main event again. Like yeah. no way. But yep. they did the right thing.
2: De Niro, I'll pose this question to you. We discussed what's next for the the participants in the men's chamber. What's next for the women's? I mean, Carmella, uh, I don't know. Natalia, maybe retirement. Raquel, (laughs) maybe there's a match there at WrestleMania. We do have two nights. Nikki Cross, it looks like she's doing something with Gargano's wife. I'm not sure what that's going to be, but stay tuned. That's going to be during the Raw Rebound. And then you got Liv Morgan. I mean, I don't know. What what do you see? What do, what do you want out of a Liv, a Nikki, something like that? What do you want to see in the future?
1: <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't know. I do want to see Liv Morgan succeed. I, I, I'm a big Liv Morgan fan. I think she has something special. She definitely improved a lot. But right now, it looks like we already have our, you know, championship matches set up for WrestleMania for yeah. the women. So where do you go with the women? Unless it's, you know, exactly. one of those. Exactly. Where do you go? I, I hope it's not a situation where they just throw everybody in a battle royal. Oh, I hope good. that it's a situation where we do have other storylines outside of, you know, I want the championship, but yeah, right now it's, it's hard to even see a future for everybody. It, it's, Isn't even know, it you have two th- nights. Yeah. Wait,
2: sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying it's tough. Cause you look at the men's, Dan, and you got Montez Ford phenomenal. You got priest yeah. phenomenal. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's a total opposite. I mean, it was a good match, Keith, but what do you want to see? Do, do you who goes one on one with Raquel? I mean, she's got to get a main of uh, a match at Mania, right? Like, you got to put live somewhere. Is it a battle royale, like De Niro said? I mean, what do you think?
0: I could see, I mean, I could see live live and Natalia feuding because Natalia like cost her or started to cost her that before Good Asuka point. stepped in and then passed out. And live can do, I mean, honestly, I feel like live could really. Feud with anybody at this point because Liv has that claim to be like, Hey, I never tapped. Like, I, they fucking called it on me. I never, I never gave up. I never got pinned, you know, let her go that way. I could not agree more with Bagley that Raquel needs to turn heel. I, I loved Raquel in NXT when it was her and Dakota. Um, and even after Dakota turned on her, when she, she still didn't really change her character, she was still kind of like just nasty, but. I don't know what it was. Like they brought her to the main roster. And just like your muscles smile go. And yeah. it's like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, cause she comes out, she does her same pose. She did when she was a heel, but now she turns around like,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. And Dan it's just like just
0: turn around and scowl. Like, it's cool. Do the same thing.
2: Yeah. Dan said it too. She smiles too much. I mean,
3: it's, it's, just, it's weird. It's like, like it.
0: off-putting. Uh,
3: hey, the let, me smile. <laughs> let me smile. And we're, what happened to Leah? And she goes, looks back. She's like, I'm going to smile even though Elise is not with me anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> they tried that show with Ray Ripley when they first brought her up as a baby face. You know, oh, like she man, was, yeah, yeah. I remember she was cutting the uh, the promo for like Connor's Cure and she just felt so uncomfortable. It's like, this is not yeah. the type of person you yeah. like, have to talk about charities and stuff. Like she's she's a killer. Damn. Like let her go out there and like be a heel. But leave that, yeah.
2: Leave that to Titus. <laughs> for real. Yeah. oh, oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, my man. All right, let's do it. Let's get to the main event. The shot heard all over around the world. Um, this was storytelling at its finest. De Niro, I had the pleasure watching this with you on the watch along. I mean, it was just something special. I mean, it didn't need to be a great match, which it was a good match. But I'm saying the storyline is what counts And this is what we got. I mean, we were just glued to the screen. You know, it's just everything, everything. I mean, the three, the four, the five Superman punches. I mean, just a Huluva kicks. Michael Cole on the commentating. I mean, it just made this match so much better. And again, this is what you want. doesn't have to be a great match. We need a storyline we got the best goddamn storyline in the business here. And that's what we got main eventing elimination chamber. I'm just going to ask, I'll start with you, Dan,
3: give me it. What do you got with this match? Let me hear it. It was just a lot of everything. This match It was great. You had the 10 minute spot in the beginning where they didn't do anything. They just let the crowd go wild. It reminded me of being at a soccer match with how active they were getting into it. You had Sammy's family there at the side and Roman going like this, uh, mocking them the whole time. Yeah. But once once they got into the, the match, once they just felt the electricity, everything just went going. Just like you said, there was uh, like 10 false finishes, I felt like, in the whole match, yeah. but it made it work. Uh, and they just kept them on going back and forth. And then they would introduce people. Yeah three refs, Yeah, had Jimmy come in. I, I, that was one of the best parts of the match. I felt like, I love how Jimmy came in by himself. He, he attacks Sammy, and, and then Sammy still was able to kick out. Then Jay comes in, and it's like, oh, where, where's Jimmy at? He comes yeah. in, doesn't attack anybody. You feel like he's going to hit Roman, but then Roman looks around, and then Jay just stands there frozen like he doesn't want to do anything and then Roman kind of punks him a little bit turns around gets almost gets speared by Sammy but then Sammy spears Jay Jimmy comes back in attacks him and then of course you get the finish where Roman wins and then they start to beat him up again Jay's nowhere to be found which I was kind of like what what happened to Jay afterwards and then Kevin Owens speaks to Steve, but Len leaves you know, there's so many different relationships in this match that you got to think about. Jay and Sammy are okay. Uh, of course, Kevin Owens hates Jay. Then Jimmy hates Sammy now. And then you've got Roman pulling all the, all the seeds in this match. So it's like they just did a perfect way to progress everything.
2: Yeah. And it's tough, too, because you go back to, like, 2014 with Danielson and uh... – randy and, and batista and it's like okay well db is the man right here cody is the man as much as we want sammy to be the man he is not the man it was tough so keith let me hear what you got on the match but also was it the right finish
0: i no, i'll start with that first piece of that question i'll start with the question to that first the this is coming from i mean arguably the biggest kevin owens and Sami Zayn slash this guy El Generico um, yeah. fan. Um,
2: no, we I, to this know. day, I'm
0: gonna get. I'm. I'm I, I have it planned out. I just. I'm waiting for the money and everything to do it. I'm trying to get the tattoo from the. It was one of the Ring of Honor pay per view covers. It's the. It's the half El Generico face screaming and half Kevin Owens that was somewhere final on battle, me. Yeah. yeah final so, battle. I think 2014. I, I, 2014, I love them. Yeah. So, from from the second worlds apart hit. Now usually I'm the first person to bitch about like I hate when it's a championship match and the champion comes out first. But when I heard Rowan's hit first, I'm like, of course Sammy's coming out second because it's gonna fucking deafen the place when it. He, everyone in there is gonna go deaf. Yeah, and it did. And like his music hit, and you can't hear it. And I, like, I literally started to cry. I'm a grown man. I don't care. I was crying. I was like, No, yeah, Ivan did
2: too, I've been doing everything. I wanted yeah. to
0: this guy. I love him. He deserves all of this. It absolutely was the right, the right finish. Um, Part of me at first is just like, how do you hear this pop and you just let something like this go? But part of it was definitely because it was Montreal. Um, yeah. Storylines perfect. Uh, the match was amazing. Um, it's one of the. It was like it's one of those matches that like I'm also like one of the first ones to gripe a lot when it's like too many like indie false finish kickouts left, right, and center. But like these ones all made sense. Um, yeah. I think. Two, the last two things I'll even say because I'll just go on for hours about it. The only the only gripe I had with it at all, and it, this is applies, this can apply to literally any other wrestling match either. I hate when there's like something that is clearly a DQ, something or other happens when the ref's not there, but then a new ref comes out and just completely ignores it. Like, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy wailed him with the chair and like wasn't even out of the ring with the chair, and the other ref slides in and is like, what? Like, <laughs> you lit, there's no way you didn't just see that, you idiot. Yeah. What are you doing, like? I understand it's got to be part of it and everything, but like, I don't know, like space it out more or something or like even have one of the second ref that went down, have him come to and not see Jimmy get out of the ring. So he just does it. I'll buy that one more. But when it's a brand new guy that's coming in, it's like, motherfucker, you definitely just saw Dude. that. Cut the shit. But whatever. Um, and I love that. I mean, this is more related to, to Raw than this one, but I love how kevin owens gimmick is just the smartest man in wrestling who doesn't forget like bullshit that happened like the whole thing happened with him and elias when Elias was like we should team up he's like are you kidding me do you not remember all of what you did to me (laughs) over last summer and then the same with this where sammy's like hey man whatever and he's like no you hit me in the dick no not helping you go get jay piss off yeah, I love that they've just made him like a smart person. He's like the only one in wrestling that's just like, no, I'm not, no. <laughs>
2: yep. Yeah. I mean, the momentum is behind Cody and Sammy. I think there's yeah. more momentum behind Sammy or uh, yeah, behind Sammy. I mean, yes, we want to see Cody finish the story, as Cole said, but I think right now Sammy has the, you know, more momentum. De Niro, let's get yeah. it. How did you think? And give me your thoughts on, who do you want to see at WrestleMania go one-on-one with Roman? Obviously, we know it's Cody, but is there a way where Sammy can uh, sneak on in, and is it necessary?
1: First off, the matchup was fucking awesome. Like, that crowd, the atmosphere was amazing. I The only thing I could liken it to was the ECW One Night Stand where John Cena faced Rob Van Dam, and that crowd was 120% behind Rob Van Dam, and John Cena was yeah. going to boot out the building. Um, I... I loved everything about it. You know, False Fishes, there was parts wh- where it really got me. I was like, holy shit, they're really going to do this. But um, the, the storyline is so intricate. There is so many layers to it, and that's what makes it so amazing. We haven't really seen a storyline like this where there's so many different layers to it. It's usually very cut and dry. You know, it, it's heel versus baby face. It's, it's bad guy versus good guy, champion versus challenger. Here we have a story where, you know, family is involved. You know, part of the family is on this side. The other part of the family is on that side. I love how intricate it is. As for WrestleMania, I think that the money matchup is still Cody versus Roman Reigns. I I think that that's the big matchup you go with. I think that's not what you
2: want to see, though. To be honest, I don't care if it sells tickets. Is that what fans want to see? Is that what you guys want to see? I've been saying for a long
1: time, I cannot wait for the moment where Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens is once again a tag team. Uh, Steen Errico was one of my favorite tag teams in Ring of Honor history. I, I
0: love them don't as a team. done more stuff with this guy. Come on, I love
2: him. <laughs>
3: Everyone loves <laughs> <me> too,
1: bro. <laughs> no, yeah, they're one of my favorite tag teams in Ring of Honor history. To be honest, I got into Ring of Honor because of Steen and El Generico versus the Briscoes at Ladder War. That was the first ever time I watched Ring of Honor. So I was where like, is yeah, where has this guy been? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like, I, I've been wanting to see them as a team again. Usos is one of my favorite tag teams. I feel like that's a dream match for me. I think that they're going to kill it. I, I do want to see Sami Zayn get back to this point, and I would like to see him in another title matchup. I yeah. just feel like the story of you know Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns is bigger. I just hope that with the next couple of weeks, with Raw and SmackDown, we build to it more where it's more of a we want to see this matchup happen and less about Sami Zayn yeah. is so over, he should be a part of this matchup.
2: And I but got a question. definitely shout out to Sami Zayn. Yeah, I got a question. Why why do we think it's okay that Sammy doesn't get that DB push, that Kofi push to win the title? Is it just because we're okay that the storyline was great and he doesn't need the title, he can win it with KO? Because I'm on the other fence where it's like, make this a goddamn triple threat match. Sammy deserves it. But then again, you have to look at it realistically. Sammy didn't think he was going to get here, right? Like, you got Jackass. It was phenomenal. A great match, entertaining, but it wasn't, you know, the match we got at Chamber.
1: I feel like it's because of Roman Reigns.
2: Let's hear it, anyone.
1: Yeah, I think it's because of Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns' title reign is historic at this point. If it was anybody else in the normal title reign, if it was a guy holding the title for six months, it would be like, yo, Sammy Zayn deserves that title. Absolutely. But him holding the title for over 900 days... It has to be somebody who's about to really take over that spot. Roman Reigns has created a masterpiece of a title reign, and the guy who takes the title from him better be the right guy because right now we're witnessing history. So if we're going to break that title reign, it better be
3: the right
2: way to go. And who were the champs? Uh, Dan, you're a historian. Who were the champs when uh, DB won and Kofi won?
3: Uh, when uh, DB won, he beat Randy Orton. Oh, the triple threat match. Triple yeah. Threat, yeah. and then and then, of course, and I mean, of course, ironically, uh, Daniel Bryan was the champ when Bryan
2: Danielson came. get it right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but one big thing that we're kind of forgetting with everything with Sami Zayn is the fact that I think the big storyline with the whole line is. That the story within the story with Sammy and Jay and that that's huge everybody keeps on forgetting about it like you're Not gonna him. have you're gonna have Cody face Roman that's a big battle there but then you got the struggle between Sammy and Jay they, yeah. and of course Sammy reminds us of Jay when he had PTSD with Roman trying to fight him and then he just gave up and joined <laughs> him <laughs> and then and then, and then you got Sammy, who wanted to make a name out of himself, get away from the jokester uh, jackass uh, gimmick that he had. So he joins the bloodline, yeah. and he kind of – and Jay didn't like that. And then he had to grow to like each other. And I think you got everything with him. His way of taking down the bloodline is by yeah. taking those tag titles from the Usos. But then at the same time, him and Jay are still – they're still friends. They still have that struggle, the uh, tug of war with each other to where Jay wants to still be friends with him. But then he's loyal to his brother, Jimmy, who is attacking him. He, he's loyal to his family, but he's kind of he doesn't know it. what to, he doesn't know what to do. And I think you it's told gonna me come right down. there. Dude. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's going to come down to he's going to try and save his brother, Jimmy, get him out of the bloodline. And probably one of the ways to do it is to, uh, to is to leave Jimmy, lose the match, the tag titles to Sammy and Kevin Owens, just to get out.
2: Yeah. I think yeah. what we need to do here is ask a legit fan of Sammy. Keith, you've been watching for years his matches. Are you okay that he's not going to main event? I mean, doesn't he deserve this?
0: <clears throat> so, I mean – I've been watching Sami Zayn as long as he's been in NXT. He he reminds me a lot of this guy from Ring of Honor called El Generico who disappeared. Um, And this match, he actually wrestled a lot like El Generico used to, which would pop me even bigger for the match. It was the first time we've seen Sami look like that in friggin' forever. I think I am okay with it, as big of a fan as I am, because I think it's like a different. I think it's tough to compare this to the to the to the yes movement, the the Daniel Bryan everything going on at that time because it was because of, like, the way... Because of, like, what's going on around it. It's almost, like, bad timing, really. Because, like, you gotta... You figure the Daniel Bryan time and everything, it was, like, when we were all kind of just being, like, great, friggin' Batista came back. Awesome. He's gonna (laughs) win the title. (laughs) Exactly. Like, just... Yeah. Who gives a shit? Like, we were all just over it. It's, like, we love this guy. He's put the work in. How are you all ignoring us? Whereas with this we all love Sammy how they're not really ignoring them they're giving them something. But at the same time as all of that was starting to really like rate, it was literally such like really bad timing of just like, right. As like the huge swell for Sammy came back around like that, like that swell started happening is when Cody came back and it's like, Oh, damn, this is a huge deal. Cause like, we love him too. So like, it's gotta be him. I, I mean, from the time Cody came back, I have been saying that he's going to be the one to dethrone Roman without question so it's like
2: earmuff as much as i want
0: as much as i want sammy to main event it and to win it all and to give him everything all the time give him all the flowers in the world because he's amazing yeah um it's just it was just bad timing with it all really and that's not i i don't mean i don't mean that like it's bad timing like it's anyone's fault that it is it's just no. it's how the chips had it's just how the chips fell and you know it just it's unfortunately like that it is what it is um but i think i mean we're we're have a good point too there's a there's a really interesting video that cultaholic that. did uh the, the guy from cultaholic ross did a video called i, I forget what the name of the, the title of the video is or whatever but it's basically how the whole bloodline storyline has really just been about jay Uso from the outset from all of it it's all just been about how jay is and like a lot of this all like a lot of the things going on now are like how jay is like Jay hated Sammy at first because he was kind of jealous of the fact that, like, Sammy was doing everything he came in originally and was trying to do, like, to try to be like, no, I'm not your bitch or whatever. And now he has this inner conflict because he's like, damn, like, I want to support Sammy because he's fighting back like I wanted to. But I'm so deep in this and I don't know what to do because they're actually my family. And, like, it really is just all centered around him. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of story left to tell there, like. I think that's really what it comes down to. Like that plays into it also outside of the, you know, everything else going on, the bad timing, everything I just said there, it's just, there's the, the story itself. Isn't the bloodline storyline itself. Isn't just a thread. It's a friggin' knotted ball of yarn that Mm. it's just like, they're they're, getting are Like within the last couple of months, they took this knotted ball. And other than trying to untangle it, they were just like, bam, and just hit it with a rake or a knife and it split. So now you can start pulling all these other threads everywhere. What's Jay going on? How are Jimmy and Jay going along here? Yeah. what is solo going to end up doing? Cause after, um, shit, what was that? After the rumble match with Owens that, no one really talked about it a whole lot. Everybody saw, it, but it wasn't a whole lot. Like when they were walking away from the ring, Roman, like specifically turned just to solo and was like, we're at war now. Solo, like to him, only him. He didn't turn and say it to Jimmy. He didn't say anything to, to Heyman, yeah. just to solo. He's like, we got, he said something. And then we're at war now. Solo. And it's like, all right. So like, is that going to be a thing? Like, is Roman going to just really groom him more and kill everybody else now, too? Like, yeah, it's just everywhere. And then you got Cody in there who's he's got his own thread from, you know, the oh, the oh, God, at friggin hell in a cell. Imagine imagine he's never gotten hurt. Exactly. Cody. That, that is the real, the bad timing of it all with Sammy. If Cody hadn't gotten hurt and fought through that and went away for a while, I don't know that we'd be having the same tone. We might be having a completely you know different what? conversation now where it'd be like, fuck that. I'm tired of seeing him." Sammy <laughs> should be in there. You know what I but, think, you
2: know, as much as it is bad timing, I think it's also how brilliant this storyline is because absolutely, why did we want, uh, uh, DB to win? Because we booed Bautista, you know, those are the things you have to look at, too. Yes, bad bad timing because we're seeing something that I don't think we'll ever see again. But also, it's like we wanted DB because we had nothing. We wanted Kofi because DB was kind enough to say, yeah, I'll take the pin at Mania for Kofi. So those are the things we got to look at. Um, let's pause right now for station identification.
0: The Bloodline Entertainment Network. Find all your sports and wrestling entertainment needs in one place as we form a new network that features several different podcasts, watch alongs, sports and entertainment shows, and much more. The Bloodline Entertainment Network debuts March 5th. Yeah, buddy,
2: throw those hmm. ones up. We got the bloodline here with honorary oos, Danny boy. Um, phenomenal, (laughs) phenomenal pay-per-view. Let's end it real quick before we get to the next segment. I don't do grades. I don't like to do it's five out of 10, but give me your thoughts on this P L E Keith, my man, let's hear it.
0: My thoughts on this pay-per-view were, uh, it was phenomenal. I won't, I don't want to give a grade. I'm not Meltzer. I'm not, uh, You know, I don't, I don't know how to do the grading scale with everything, but it was awesome. I, the only gripes I had were things that I mentioned. They were like so small. The worst match still wasn't like that terrible. I just wanted more out of it. It wasn't even like it was that bad. I just wanted more out of it with being Bobby and Brock, but yeah, that was all. De
1: Niro. It was great. Let's hear it, buddy. This was just fun to watch. I was highly entertained the whole time. Like every matchup I feel delivered besides the ending of Bobby and Brock, but I feel like yeah. everything was just entertaining. What's that match. You know, but even the matchup though, like I'm not going to lie. Like I did like to see like these two bulls like colliding. And then also like a yeah. little bit of the story of Bobby trying to get that hurt lock onto Brock. Like I thought that was pretty cool. I feel like everything was entertaining and it was just a lot of fun to watch. And that's why we watch as fans. If it wasn't fun, then we wouldn't be watching. So it delivered in its purpose.
2: Yeah, that's why I'm friends with Dan. Dan, keep it short and sweet. What do you got here?
3: I'm just going to agree with both of them. Uh, that's the only match that I had really had grapes with uh, because of the fact that they both, Brock and Bobby, both have the same background with like wrestling and MMA. And I thought they could have done more. But other than that, I love the pay per view or PLE. PLE.
2: Pay per view on this network. Damn it. Let's get to the next segment. The Raw Rebound. Welcome to Raw is Jericho! Yeah, buddy, the Raw Rebound. We're going to recap Raw. Keith, we're going in overtime here. We're over an hour. I know. I love it's it. But we got to be sleepy. with Brocast, <laughs> so we'll be good. Um, let's just start with, obviously, the, uh, the beginning. Sammy comes out. And basically, he says he felt guilty for losing in his home country, but he said the story is not over. This is not over. And he calls out KO. He thanked KO and apologized. And let's get to it, Dan. What are your thoughts on this? And tell us what you think about, um, you know, KO coming out and basically saying, I'm not doing it for you. I did it for your family. I'm still going to take down the bloodline if it is with or without you. You know, I'm doing it myself.
3: Yeah, and then he goes. Why don't you call your boy Jay? Yeah, <laughs> Which was exactly. Yeah. perfect placement. I loved it because it's the the struggle between the two. He goes. Basically, he goes. I gave you a chance, and then you basically turned your back on me. I'm just gonna do me now. I already don't care what happens. I'm gonna die on my own sword. And I loved everything. It's seeing me trying to uh, apologize for everything that he's done. He realized what he did was wrong. And now he's trying to do uh, do the right fight now, and of course, I really hate the fact that Corbin comes out. Isn't that? I thought the same thing. And then the then the picture picture uh, during the during the break of him getting a don't get teased. started with that. I hate it. <laughs> I'll leave
0: it alone. <clears throat>
2: <clears throat> yeah, I'll leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it's really cool to see that Ko and Sammy didn't just hug it out. You know, there's something to this. Yes, we think they're gonna wrestle at WrestleMania as a tag team, but you can't just hug and make up. I mean, this is legit and this is why this storyline, you know, is so great. Keith, let's hear it. What do you got with uh the opening of uh Monday night Raw? Yeah,
0: no, I mean I, I mentioned it there at the uh <clears throat> the end of the recap. I think it was um I think it was awesome. I love that KO's character is just like he doesn't forget. Like, it's not, you know, and they're. I, I like that they're, I like that that's his character and that they're not, like, the company as a whole isn't, like, booking stuff like that anymore yeah. either. Like, I don't know if you guys remember when, like, before Moxley left, when it was still Ambrose in there and, like, him and Rollins feuded for whatever, for however long, and then there was, the, they, they had to get back together for whatever reason, and like there was, it was literally a segment where Ambrose is in the back just like, ah, man, where were you? And Rollins is like, what are you talking about? Like, you, we were whatever. And Amber just goes, eh. That was how they wrote it off to, like, get them back together. Like, I love that, like, KO was, like, being smart about this. Just like, no. Like, I didn't do that for you. I did that because I hate them. And I love your family. You're a dick. But, like, I love them. I don't want to see them, like, have to see this happen to their dad or their husband. So I came for that reason. I'm still going after them, whether it's with you, against you. Doesn't matter to me, I'm gonna have my own fight. Um, you know, I think that can that's that I think like we like you said, I mean it's ultimately gonna to lead to them pairing up again. I don't think it's just the end of them forever, but it's gonna be something where Sammy's gonna to have to kinda of prove himself. Um, you know, the Corbin stuff. Ah, that poor guy. Yeah. That's all I can really say there. <laughs> but
2: I mean this is I don't, is don't bit- know. He's
0: got Somebody's got dirt on him or something. He did something. He pissed the wrong people off somewhere along the way. And yeah. Just it's a shame. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think this is what we needed after a Chamber. Cause when a when a PLE is so good, the next night on Raw, it's like, oh, do I I don't want to watch more wrestling. And they delivered. I mean, we got the promo from Sammy. We got the promo from Heyman and uh Cody. I mean, the list goes on. Rhea and Dom, that was really interesting but uh De Niro what do you got here what do you think
1: okay. I love how it's just another layer like they they didn't just quickly say hey you know what yeah we're good like like Keith said like you know Kevin Owens is actually smart about it I always say wrestlers have like worst memory like for example you know you had Randy Orton punt kick John Cena's father and then like a few years later they're talking about how they have great respect for each other like fuck that. You kicked my father in the <laughs> face. Like I have no respect for you. So it, it, it's, it's cool that, that they're telling that story that Kevin Owens is, he, he's not going to forget all the shit that Sami Zayn put him through. Um, on the contrary, Sami Zane shouldn't forget all the shit that Kevin Owens put him through because there's been a lot of shit that, you know, originally it was Kevin Owens who turned his back on him even up until uh, his NXT debut where Kevin Owens looked like he was going to celebrate oh. with Sami Zayn just to turn his back on him. So I love the layers. These guys have been feuding and partnering on and off since 08. Like, it's been amazing that this story yeah. could go on. And, yeah, there's a lot of history there. So I like that they're telling that story here.
3: Yep. Wouldn't this be their fourth or fifth mania where they've been part of a match together? I don't know.
0: Well, no, they weren't last
3: year. Not last in a row, was... but yeah, not in a row. Oh, I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha, you, yeah, I got gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: yeah, they were together in that that ladder match when they both got called up. I believe at thirty one or thirty
0: two. Oh,
3: there's that there's when the yeah. took the, oh my
0: god, there's Owens the, took the the side of the ladder bump. Oh
1: nasty. Yeah. there's the tag match with uh,
3: Daniel damn. Bryan and Shane and Shane. Yeah, mm-hmm. that they had the the one on one match uh, at in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah. Performance
2: Center. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was a great match. Um let's go to a really high point to a low point. The dud of a segment with the WWE Hall of Famer Lita coming out and basically saying that she is going to uh go one on one with damage control. I mean, I, I I just don't see or understand why you bring a Hall of Famer out like this and then you put her in a tag team match. The titles don't mean anything. What are we doing? Yeah, Nero, you've been let's hear it. What do you got?
1: I mean, I'm right there with you. I feel like if someone like Lita is coming back, there better be a story that tells why she's coming back. This is pretty random. And not only is it random, but it's a matchup setting up for Raw next week. A matchup of this caliber damage control versus the returning Hall of Famer Lita teaming up with the man Becky Lynch. You would think that that would be for WrestleMania. I'm sure we're going to see that match at WrestleMania. Still, I, I doubt we see a clean finish next week. But yeah. why even have them touch next week? Like build this up for Mania, so you can have that story told. Yeah. But and it's it's also interesting. Like if the rumors are true, if the dirt sheets are true, um, Trish Stratus was supposed to be a part of the segment as well. Yes. She walked out before the show. I wonder what her placement would have been in this whole story.
2: Yeah, I think that's the issue too. If that's true, right? Yeah. Like, how do you? Yeah. What you, they're in a pickle now, but then again, yeah. why do you introduce? We don't want to see Lita and Trish as much as they were our childhood favorites. I mean, I want to see something else. And then again, you got the tag
3: titles. It's like what you know. You know what's going to happen. What you know? We're going to get Trish turning again, and some somehow we're going to get Trish and Bailey against Becky and Lita. Yeah, is Barely,
2: is Bailey incorporated in this at all? Cause it it's for the titles, right? Yeah, it's for the tag titles. Yeah. Okay. yeah, but
0: it's like it's like the proxy. It's like Becky's feuding with Bailey, so Lita's with Becky, and yeah. she's gonna, you know.
2: Well, if we're thinking about it, I don't think it's a good idea, right? <laughs> I agree. <it's, laughs> I'm gonna, blood.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to to keep this as short as I can. But Nick has been t- part of too many things when I talk about the tag, the women's tag titles. By all means, someone cut me off if I do start going off here. It's just, it's the dumbest fucking thing in all of current modern wrestling right now. Anything you think is dumber than the women's tag titles in WWE, you're wrong. It's like, especially going two weeks ago, they broke up on NXT, what was arguably like the most like, like cohesive women's tag team that they've had since they introduced women's tag titles on NXT or on the main roster, and they broke that up. Your th- everyone else's thoughts on that aside, great, whatever. But they broke an established tag team up on the same episode of that. They then formed a tag team that was off of two people that were blood feuding with each other in Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. But let's leave all that aside right now. So now we're on the main roster with these titles. And rather than having, you know, a main roster tag women's tag team that has something that's established, which there aren't besides damage control, really. (laughs) We're going to have Lita come back and Becky fucking Lynch for them. Yeah. Why do you have them? Why do you have women's tag titles?
3: You 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 should ask Mercedes Monet what she thinks.
0: I, like, I, I get it. I understand where she, whatever, what her issues were. It's so, it's so stupid. It just, it drives me absolutely insane where, like, you, they, like, it's like they made them to, like, capitalize on, like, yeah, women's wrestling and all, and I don't say that ironically because, fuck, yeah, women's wrestling. There's a lot of really awesome women's wrestling going on nowadays, and they need something besides just these main titles to fight for, but you just you, they're. I don't love Cornette, but Nick had mentioned him earlier. Cornette made it like mentioned it before that like at the end of the day, the titles are the, the belts are props. They don't really mean anything anymore. It's not the territory days where you're the one strapping the title to you and you're going to the other territories and repping the company and da 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 da. Yeah. They're a friggin' prop, and that's fine. The thing is though, no other title in any other friggin' company feels like a prop. Besides the women's tag belts in WWE or in NXT, because I honestly keep forgetting. I watched NXT today from last night, and I, after seeing a segment, I forgot who the women's tag team champions were when the episode started. And just now, as I was talking about it, I forgot until I, like, jogged my memory from today. They just don't care about it. It's always... yeah. They, like, pretend they do by trying to make tag teams, and then they break them up, and they give them to, oh, these two people that don't like each other in NXT, or damage control is, like, a legit thing now, so I'm glad that they have them, but there's no one built around them so that it now has to be Becky and friggin' Lita Lita. to challenge for them. and
3: then Like, random. And then how they can segue this to Shayna and Ronda Rousey. Right. For them. And
0: even that, that's a, good, that's a good one they can build up. I would, I, I'm all for Shayna and Ronda getting them and then going on a rampage. I would love for them to get them and then literally come out and cut a promo like I'm talking about now with it of being like these yeah. titles are a fucking joke. That's yeah. why we won them to prove to you all that these are a friggin' joke. So until yeah. there's someone who seems to be on our level, we're just going to hold on to them now and yeah. just have them come out and kill people.
2: Do you guys all agree we can move to the next uh, yeah. segment yeah, here? Yeah, Sorry, no, it's fine. <laughs> uh, Cody and Heyman promo. I just thought it was a little odd, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. Basically, Heyman and Cody traded blows, and Heyman said, "You know, you're not going to beat. You're not going to beat Roman, and you don't know what your life is going to be like if you do win at WrestleMania." And you won't have someone like me. You won't have an advocate like me to help you. And it's just, I don't know. I was a little confused, but I understood it. I got it. Uh, De Niro, let's hear it, buddy. What do you got with this uh, promo?
1: I love the story that they're telling here with Paul Heyman, constantly trying to plant these seeds of doubt in Cody. He sees that Cody is very confident, maybe more confident than anybody else going into a match with Roman Reigns. And it is Paul Heyman's duty to try to play the mind games of Cody. And, Right now you see little hints of it working. You see Cody, you know, getting a little bit upset at these things that he was. Paul Heyman is yeah. saying. I, I think that you know I'm I'm waiting for the moment where Paul Heyman just completely crosses the line and Cody just loses his shit. So I feel like we're building up to it. You had yeah. the line, oh well, you know, Roman Reigns is the son that Dusty always wanted, and then you know, I'm single, so I might call Brandy. Like it's it's building up more and more. What's going to be that tipping point where Cody just says, fuck this and nails Paul Heyman in the face. I think that that's a really cool dynamic that they have right now.
2: Keith, I thought at the very end, it was really cool when Cody said, don't send Heyman anymore. I want to go face to face with Roman. Mm -hmm. Let's get it going. Before you uh, talk about the promo, did anyone think that that, uh, Heyman was married? I thought he was.
0: I could have sworn he was too. I was about to mention Me that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swear yeah, to God, yeah. he, he's like mentioned in like shoot interviews about like leaving, like telling his wife he was going to yeah. a show, like had to go to a show. It was like when him and Punk were put together the first time, he's like, Oh, I told my wife I got to go. I'm going to go do this or my kids or yeah. whatever. Paul you know, Heyman, the character, is single though. <laughs> ah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, the maybe. gimmick, you Paul
1: Heyman. So? Right. Do you think so? Holy dangerously is single. Paul yeah. Heyman is I sorry. don't know
2: what he was getting at, but Cody's, uh, One thing that I liked, and then Keith, we'll get your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. uh, Heyman said Cody, uh, WrestleMania dreams will become his personal nightmare. I love it. Mm -hmm. That that sold me right there, Keith. Let's hear it, buddy.
0: No, I think it was. Um, I mean, Mm. you're gonna be it's gonna be tough to put the two of them together and like get something like that's bad out of it, but it was definitely like not the strongest it wasn't the strongest of like their interactions i love that paul Heyman's in a friggin neck brace because he took the stutter from owens that's just i love all that kind of stupid little stuff like that that was beautiful just helped sell it all um yeah i mean i think i i loved how it ended with that i love i love that cody was just like i don't don't send him anymore i want you like i'm fighting you i'm not fighting him Bring yep. me Roman. I like that we're gonna. I'm hoping that that's where it's gonna go to, and that's what we're gonna get moving forward here for a little while until Mania.
3: Danny, boy, let's hear it, buddy. What do you got? No, no, I liked, I like the whole thing, and then of course, a little detail. Paul Heyman was holding the titles still, so it's like, oh, I'm holding them. Roman's not oh, here, I but, didn't catch that, but he had both titles on his shoulders, so it's like, damn, it's making him feel important there because he's the advocate. But it's like it's just the back and forth and just like you guys said, it's Cody just getting fed up of listening to Paul but then he's letting him get under his skin and it's just like at the end of it, it's just like, I'm done with the back and forth. I'm not not facing you at Mania. I'm facing Roman. I want him in front of me. I want to talk to him, not you. And they're going to have to do it and it's interesting because he's done everything, his appearances on Raw and then of course we know Roman has gone on both, but most of the Roman's appearances are on SmackDown. Yeah. So are they going to go back and forth on each show, or is it going to be primarily done on Raw? Because I want to see Cody on SmackDown. That would be cool
2: yeah. to have Cody oh, on yeah.
3: SmackDown and do everything there, considering Roman is – I know we talk about there's no bland split, this and that, but Roman is – SmackDown. That's what he is. He just goes to Raw every now and then. Yeah, I I just like how it's a. It was a way for them to kill a little bit of time for a couple of weeks. Yeah, you can't have Roman come back.
2: Yeah, it just didn't make sense for his character. Um, anyone want to talk about anything else other
3: than uh, the the Rhea Ripley interview? Please go ahead. Just, I'll just mention the fact that what is on that paper that the Miz was given in the gold. Sheet and like he looked at oh, it, he was like, yeah. "Ooh!" And then everybody thinks it's he's going to be the host of WrestleMania because it's in L.A. Of course, that's where he lives. He, he when you think dude, of Hollywood, dude. you think of the Miz, uh, of course. Dude. So it makes <laughs> you think that with no storyline, that he's going to be the host.
2: Yeah, I say no to that, one hundred and ten percent. Maybe yep. that brings The Rock in. Hey, I want to be a host. Something like that. It's stupid. Yeah. I don't think so. But yeah. let's get to the the, the last segment or the, the last topic of Raw. Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio were interviewed. Really good interview. Basically, they said that Rhea is going to show up on SmackDown, go face-to-face for a second. I thought they were going to go one-on-one for the title, but I was a little confused. It's face-to-face. They're going to talk to each other in the ring. And then also, Dom... This is where the storyline, I think, is going to finally—I uh, don't want to say continue because we've seen them at how you know every every holiday at the house, <laughs> yeah, at so dinner that. at restaurant doing some funny things like that. But I think yeah. we're going to get something at SmackDown. So Rhea and Dom will pay a visit to Friday night on Fox. It's really going to be fun. Um, this is what I was telling Keith. Rhea doesn't need to win. She didn't win. But after the chamber, I think it's going to be her not by herself, but kind of sort of on the road to WrestleMania. And I think her first stop here is SmackDown. Keith, what do you got? How did you think of this promo or the, the interview? And uh, I don't know, whatever you want to say.
0: Yeah, no, it was good stuff. I, um, I mean, I love Rhea. Uh, so I solid, solid stuff. I'm glad she's going to be on the SmackDown to do the face to face with Charlotte. I really hope she gets to come out on top on that. Like, In the match, in general, but like even in like the the talk off too, in in the talk off with uh with Charlotte too, um, I I feel like I've really turned around on Dom from where we were at uh, our year end stuff here, where you were talking about him being the worst part of last year, and I didn't disagree with you, um, Mm. but I've I've turned around on him. I love I love his like. Just totally delusional friggin' character work of like I did hard time, man. Like he went to, he got in for like an hour. Yeah. And so, it's so good. It just all the crap he's coming through. I really hope just throw him back to NXT too. I really hope he somehow makes some kind of appearance in the jailhouse street fight between uh Dijak and friggin' <laughs> Tony D. That would be, that would be so perfect. funny to me. Whatever the theming of it is, if it's even if it's just him in a cell, like there's a jail cell, he just comes out just like, yeah, it reminds me of my time in county, and just walks <laughs> off. It would be I'd pop huge for it. I wanna see him and Ray at Mania. I really hope the holiday stuff continues too and there's some friggin' thing about like they're yeah. the mysterious sound celebrating St. Paddy's Day and they show up and ruin it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good. I think it's leading to good places. Um, like I said, Rhea's gotta go over both in the segment she's gonna be on and at Mania and I'm looking forward to Dom and Ray, uh, yeah. which I feel like Dom should probably go over there too, but that's a different different thing for a different day.
2: De Niro, you brought it up. You said uh, Backlash is going to bang, and I think uh, Rhea alluded to that. Beth and Rhea are not done, but she has to focus on WrestleMania. That's what she said. She said she's focused on WrestleMania. I mean, this doesn't get any better. What are your thoughts on this segment? And then, uh, you know. Maria, I mean, just in general, going to SmackDown with Dom. I mean, we wanted to see that. We've seen it, like, you know, Keith said, holidays, dinners at the restaurant. But we're going to see them together, you know, by themselves. This is different. They're not with the Judgment Day. They're by themselves. Is it a couple thing? I mean, I can talk and talk. De Niro, let's hear it, buddy.
1: Yeah, and, you know, this is also something that we thought we were going to see at the Royal Rumble. We thought we would see some interaction between Ray and Dominic. Ray wasn't in the Rumble. It was alluded to that Dominic... Jumped right backstage, that's why he wasn't in it. Um, I love the way they set this up. I love that it wasn't just oh and dad, I'm coming to SmackDown to se-. no. I like how it was like very subtle, like, oh, and I think my dad has a match, you know. Maybe I'll go check that out. Like the way they set it up was very like in the subtle, way he talks, cool.
2: too. It's just
3: slow, it's, it's realistic. yeah, yeah.
1: It doesn't sound you. like somebody cutting an old school wrestling promo or wrestling promo,
3: like it was <laughs> yeah. more realistic. Um, yeah.
1: and I agree with Keith, like Rhea Ripley has to look strong in this uh talking segment with charlotte she has to look strong at mania and for what's after mania i could definitely see rhea ripley winning the title and then maybe the raw after mania beth phoenix comes out says this is not done and then that's how we get beth phoenix and rhea ripley at backlash but i'm very excited to see charlotte and rhea ripley run it back and also go at each other on the mic this friday
2: yeah dan i'll leave it to you smackdown we don't just get a face-to-face. We got to get something else, right? We got to get what De Niro's and maybe verbal blows, something like that. Yeah. I mean, this is going to start the, um, the storyline to WrestleMania. It's got to start hot. I don't think they have anything really um, else advertised other than face-to-face yeah. Charlotte and Rhea. What do you want to see out of this?
3: With them, I just want to see uh, them go at it because, of course, it's uh, like that's a, dirty, Dan. We don't talk, ah, about it <laughs> it's a couple years in the making. <laughs> because the first one, it was for the NXT title. Kind of Raya kind of baited Charlotte to picking her, and then Charlotte took that title, and then Raya kind of felt a certain way. And now it's Raya uh, working to get uh, that title shot, and she wants to prove herself, and Charlotte is taking her. Lightly, she thinks she's just gonna go right through her because of what happened before. So I think you're gonna get a little bit of Ray being a little bit more aggressive and just pissed Ooh. at everything Charlotte. But then I, I really want to see the whole Dom and Ray because I want to see just Ray just flip shit. I just want to see him flip shit and just have enough of it. And then I don't want to see uh, because they've been kind of teasing Santos Escobar, like they're giving him the mask. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Are they gonna try and inject him into it for like a week or two? Or I don't see them <laughs> doing not. that. I, I don't see them doing that out of the blue and then just dropping it and then not going anywhere with that. It was just kind of random how they did it. And how he showed respect and then he made the comment. I know you have issues with your son, but I respect you. I respect the, the legacy that you brought me and then they swapped masks. So may, may that play a thing on Friday or was that just a one-time thing that they were doing to progress Escobar into like a baby face? I don't know, but I, I hope we get like a St. Patrick's day thing where they crash St. Yeah. Patrick's day. Cause it was the Valentine's day thing was funny with him being kind of on edge. He sees the police and then he yeah. runs out. Like <laughs> they, they, declined the card, I guess it was the family card, and then he got cut off from the inheritance uh, from uh, Ray, and it's just shown how Ray's (laughs) starting to get sick of uh, Dom, and he's done trying to bring him back. Yeah.
0: I just want to see the Mysterio family, like the Mysterio family, Mexican, Southern, Southern California, just like, how on all day, St. Patrick's Day, you come in here and ruin our celebration. Just <laughs> oh, opening the door and they're all shamrocked everywhere and just partying. <laughs> and Ray is drinking
3: Bailey's. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's car bombing it up. You see the cop car drive by. He's like, oh my God, we got to run. <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: Yeah, I, it's interesting the, the Santos stuff because like I, I know I know there was like rumors going around uh like when Dom first came around that WWE had trademarked the name Prince Mysterio. Because Ray, Rey Mysterio was just King Mysterio in Spanish or King Mysteries or whatever it is.
2: Mystery. Um
0: yeah. So they had trademarked Prince Mysterio and there was a bunch of things being like, well, yeah, they're eventually they're gonna Rey's gonna retire, their Dom's gonna get the mask, and Dom's gonna continue with it. So it'd be cool if it was something where like Maybe he gives that off to Santos. Santos goes and be <clears throat> Prince Mysterio for a little while and till eventually the Judgment Day falls apart, and Dom is just like, I need my family's name back. And then yeah. we get a baby-faced Dom run, and we all hate him again.
2: There's a lot <laughs> of things you could do with this storyline, and that's my next question. I mean, Rhea wins that, you know, mania. Now she's on SmackDown. What do you do there? I mean... Is there a brand split? I mean, she's going to win, right? <laughs> like, yes. we're we're not seeing double vision here. She's going to win, and then what do you do? Bianca and Asuka, they are both on Raw, so you can't swap the titles.
3: So, I don't know. I'm lost. What well, you, do you guys think? You could swap it, and then you got to think where they do another draft.
2: They're going to yeah.
3: have to do something. Yeah. And
1: then we see a situation like where. I believe it was Becky and Charlotte had like that championship, <laughs> the like match trade, like yeah. you like, <laughs> oh, yeah. dropped it.
2: Yeah. unprofessional but. she was too. Yeah, for <sighs> real. I don't, I don't know.
0: I think what do like, you I, do? I, I, I think so much of it's going to depend on how they, how they handle everything with like the the world title picture stuff because like it's a weird thing going on where it's like the brand split the the brand split exists but like it doesn't. Because like it's there, but it doesn't really matter outside of literally the the SmackDown on the Raw women's titles. Yeah. So I feel like I don't I don't love this idea, but I feel like there's gotta be something where they like, you know, mania happens, you crown two new ones or Bianca retains or whatever it ends up being whatever, and then you got to have some kind of match where it's like the champions just go at each other. And it's literally a thing where it's just like, I'm not, we're not doing this to unite them because I don't think like, it makes sense for like the men's to be united because there's the U S title. There's the intercontinental title. There's all, you know, they have like mid card stuff to go after the women don't, it's literally the two titles and the tag titles. But I think you have some kind of match don't where it's just kind out. of like, say, <laughs> so you have some <laughs> kind of match to the two that. champions where it's just like, listen, it's not going to be for unification or anything. It's just, if whoever loses, you're the secondary title now, like there's no longer a raw and a women's or a raw and a, a SmackDown women's title. There is yeah. the women's championship. And then name it the women's intercontinental championship or the, I don't know, something else. Something yeah. I don't know. I can't think of a good one. The first thing popping in my head is women's empowerment title, but that sounds really condescending and shitty. So don't call it that. I don't. I don't want it to be called that. But you know what I mean. But they say like, you have something like that where it's just like whoever loses that becomes a secondary title now, so that one can float, and now the women's one can float too. So then you don't have the situation of like, all right, well Rhea's a SmackDown champ, so she's stuck there now. Judgment Day that she's with, and yeah. is, let's all be honest, she's leading. They're on Raw, like you know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where it goes to. I just know Rhea has to win. She's got to get that win back from Charlotte. She's got to
2: win. I mean, it's just money on her. I mean, if you would bet, I don't think the betting odds would be high. I think, you know, Rhea is going to win De Niro. What do you do? I mean, isn't it kind of a mess? Like she wins and then you have her on SmackDown. Does she go against, you know, backlash Rhea and uh, Charlotte again? I mean, what do you do? I know we're just fantasy booking here, but it's kind of fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, unless you split Judgment Day. I mean, Rhea Ripley and Dom could do their own thing on SmackDown. That's a good point. You, you, have, you, uh, you have Priest and Finn Balor as Judgment Day still on Raw. Um, I mean, I love them all as a tangent, but you don't necessarily need Dom in exactly. Judgment Day. So I, I could see you know Rhea Ripley winning the SmackDown women's title and then remaining on SmackDown. But it is a mess. You know, this is why not having a hard brand split where it's difficult. You, you're only on one side and that's it. it. It makes things muddy when you have you know people going on both sides, but you have a raw title and a smackdown title. Yeah. I mean, just make it like, like he said, just make it one women's championship and a women's like mid-card championship if you wanted to have everybody on every show. You know, so I, I think that. Right now, I can't really say where they're going to go with this. It is a little muddy, unless they do have a brand split after this, where they make it like this is you know definitive. We're only going to keep it like this. Like like when the brand split first started, you didn't see all this like cross promotion. Like you you just had SmackDown guys, you had Raw guys. Saw them come together for WrestleMania. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh god, they they only came together for a couple big events. But you had SmackDown pay per views and Raw pay per views. Yeah, if they're going to do another brand split, like go full force with it. Like, let's actually have I a agree. great, you know, exactly. I
2: yeah. I mean, I got to piss. I know De Niro, you got to get up early. Let's get to the last. segment. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, buddy. Let's on a high note, I got the first five champions for three titles. Let's start with the WWE hardcore champions. Give me – everybody can guess. It doesn't matter who it is. Give me the first five in order. It doesn't have to be in order, but I have mm. I have it in order. I just want the first five champions. Um, let's hear it. What do we got? Mick,
0: Mick Foley was
2: Mick the first Foley. one. Mankind was number one. Correct. Right. Number or, two? Or Holly. Bob Holly was number four. I
1: believe Bossman took it from Foley. Yes, yeah,
2: Boss Man was number two. We got two left. Al three Al and five.
0: Crash Holly. No. Nope. Al, Al Snow.
2: No. Ah. Uh, mm. Big Show. No. Nope. Do you want a hint?
0: Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Throw
0: that hint out there. Yeah.
2: Oh, you didn't know.
0: Road Dogg. Dog. Road yeah. Dog.
2: That number three. Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn number five. <laughs> yes. hey. Mankind hey. hey, number. We're just naming one.
0: everybody on the to error roster. <laughs> yeah.
2: We'll go down the line. Mankind was number one. <laughs> Boss Man was number two. Road Dog was number three. Bob Holly was number four. Uh, go ahead. Say what if you would like. And what? Billy Gunn was number five. This is from Wikipedia. If it's wrong, I don't give a shit. Um, let's get to the WWE, I guess, slash WCW United States champions. One through five. Let's hear it, boys. We're going all the way back to like the NWA. Oh, yeah, or are we shit, going really to like... like- <laughs> We're going there.
0: Damn! All the all the all the way back.
2: All the way back since since day one ish.
0: Holy shit! shit. Uh, Dusty. Uh, no,
2: nope. well, should we just go to the next <laughs> title championship? What's the year? <laughs> it's yeah, for, the first. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. give, let's, let's do this. Give the hint, Give us give us one of them in there and tell us okay. which one. You have to give us the first one.
2: Yeah, it, it rhymes with Bailey Bass
0: Harley Race.
2: Harley Race, number one.
0: Is the, is the first? <laughs> yep. Oh, shit. Wow. Number three, Mag, Mag, Magnum TA.
2: Number three rhymes with Barry Punk. Terry, Terry Funk. Punk. Terry Funk. All right. Jolly, Johnny Valentine's number two. We're never going to get that. Paul Jones was number four. And what if the fuck is that? Paul Jones. <laughs> I have, have a co-ordinate, Paul Jones. And if you get 21 in this game,
0: Blackjack Mulligan
2: you get number 5. Mm. All right. Let's go to the last. Um, oh, damn. The la- <laughs> I thought Jones. that was going to be fun. That was yes. a little no, I just we had to get started somewhere. I don't I've never heard yeah, of love
0: Paul it. Jones no, as like a wrestler. Yeah, Paul um, Jones sounds like the dude you buy insurance from.
3: He's my Forever. favorite wrestler now. State Farm <laughs> agent Paul Jones. <laughs> exactly.
2: All right. The last one we're going to end here is fun. The WWE 24/7 Champions from 1 to 5. Oh, Let's hear fuck. it.
3: Our truth, our truth, our truth. Yeah, uh, <laughs> him again.
2: That's two. stones. So, yeah, That's two stones. r our uh, truth is three and five. So you got two out of there.
0: Ginder, Gen- no. Nope. EC three.
2: No. Nope. Star Spud. Wait, what was his name again?
1: Uh, Maverick. Something Maverick. Right? Drake what Maverick. Yeah. Drake Maverick. No. Nah, so you said so
3: that our truth is three and five.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Two birds ooh, with one man. stone. There, three and five is our truth.
1: Maverick wasn't on there. Or was that later on?
2: Oh, oh, oh! Titus. Titus. Number one. I the first. This was the first.
3: Was the first. I, wow. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: And then man. we got two and four. Two and four is going to be tough. I mean, both are not on uh, TV. Not on uh, TV, but they're on the Raw brand. I'll give Pat you Pat Patterson. A ref. No, no, no. They're, <laughs> they're, they're wrestlers, but they're not on TV right now.
3: Jason Jordan?
2: No, no, no. They're wrestlers, but they're not on TV. <laughs> they're on
3: the roster, but they're well, 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 technically, he's a wrestler, and he's not no, on TV. Not. No, no, Dana was Dana
2: a shitty on. match at the chamber. are on Akira Tozala? No.
0: Mm.
2: What do we got? We got uh, um, uh, Drew Gulak? No. You know what? I made a mistake. Number four is on TV, but it's... <laughs> I'll just give you number four, Elias. <laughs> all right, all right. Number two,
0: Jesus, I don't remember the early shit of this at all. Jeez, who? Who
2: the that? hell? Uh, Darren Young? No,
0: um, he's currently on the raw roster, but he's just not
1: right.
2: On the you right said right that I'm an idiot. Yeah, he's um, hurt. I picked John him. In the, I picked him in the draft. Remember that draft we did with Tim?
3: Yeah, yeah. He's hurt right now.
2: Should I just... I can't give you a hint because if I give you the hint... <laughs> yeah.
3: it. That doesn't really help.
2: <laughs> You're going to know. Um, I barely remember all my picks. He was in TNA. Styles? No. He tagged with... Bobby Roode. Bobby Ro- uh, There you go. Number two. So it goes Titus O'Neil, number a cute one. Guy at the same time. I was thinking rude Yeah. Yep. Titus O'Neil, number one. Number two is Bobby Roode. Number three is R-Truth. Number four is Elias. And number five...
3: Is you see, our true. You see, see, I wouldn't have got that because he's on the SmackDown roster.
2: Yeah. Ooh, you no. said
3: Raw. Ooh. Make me throw in shade.
2: <laughs> he
1: said, no, your rosters.
3: Hold on, hold on, hold on. is on Raw. No, he got traded to SmackDown. Oh, <laughs> he got, Right before he got hurt. Yeah, I think <laughs> they, he's back. No, they split up him and uh, Ziggler.
2: <clears throat> Zig Ziggler. All right, let's end it. This is the longest we've. Done. This is the longest we've ever gone. I got to piss. De Niro has work. We got to meet with Brocast. Cage, take it away. Where can the people find uh, you? Give us what they,
3: give the people what they want. Jesus. Yeah, you can find Cage by IQ on YouTube. Just thank you. Cage De Niro. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Go and, ahead. Then you can, and then you can find me on Twitter at Cage IQ.
2: Mikey, money Mike, baby. Let's hear it, buddy.
1: We're Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, a Circle of Debate YouTube channel every Monday, Wednesday. No, oh, almost forgot. Changed it up. Monday, Monday Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday. Five days a week uh, <laughs> uh, Definitely, you know, a lot of content coming out. Also, Circle of Debate every Thursday, sometimes Sundays. Uh, <clears throat> check me out on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod and on Twitter
2: at W underscore DeLorean Pod. I love it. Keith, other than the UW Pod, how can the people find you?
0: Right along here, I'm on Twitter at Keith of the Ring. I'm on Instagram at underscore Keith of the Ring. Some bastard beat me to it. I don't really do much on Instagram though, unless Nick gives me something to share. <laughs> Not much of a picture guy, uh, Dude. but constantly sharing up nonsense on Twitter. Um, yeah, hoping for more. Dan De Niro, thank you, boys, both for joining us. It's it been a pleasure. a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Good love time. We're guys.
2: Gonna, we got to get you guys back on soon. Hell yeah, just let me know. I'll be here i appreciate you it we gotta do it we gotta do a.
0: me and i gotta do a watch along of just all of Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey
1: thursdays are my live we'll show so we'll go on it.
0: like twitch and just sit there and watch everything start to finish until we I'm die <laughs> from there i'm with it for sure
2: <laughs> awesome you guys can uh find us on twitter at the uw pod and instagram at uw podcast we do have a fancy site uwpod.com more things to to come (laughs) on the Bloodline Entertainment Network stay tuned baby
3: Mm -hmm.
2: peace yeah baby and here it comes
0: thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast
3: Slice that blood up and say check us out on the web
0: at uwpod.com you've got mail or send us an email info at uwpod.com universal wrestling podcast nobody does it better